Hey, what's going down? Oh my god. <laughs> You're on the recovery pod. How's it going? Uh. Um. <laughs> Make fun of the way I look around. Alright, so. Where's, where to begin? Well. I guess we can start with the astrology breakdown and then uh, with the real shit. Okay. Just flow into it. Okay. Astrology breakdown. Where would you like to begin? I want to first start out and say the zodiac signs are energies. That's all they are. Is 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 a form type of energy that actually is very hard to put into words, but it's something that you understand and learn over time. You gain your own perspective on what that energy is. Okay. And everybody has a slightly different one, but overall, you know, the overall idea can be similar, and it's different for what it means to each each person with their placements, with their different energies, they perceive the other energies in their own way. So it's it's very hard to put a certain word on it. And um, a form of energy isn't even something that can be a word. It can't you can't put adjectives on it. But I'll try my best to explain it. So, um, I will start off by saying that we have pretty good compatibility in all aspects except for the Venus. Which is? Which rules the love relationship part. Oh. So that's what makes this roller coaster so fun. <laughs> No, but we are both air signs, our sun signs, so Gemini and Aquarius, which is why... I'm the Gemini. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew she was going to distract you. <laughs> okay. What's so, up, Molly? Um, air signs are both the, the type of... They're signs of deep thinking. So if you're an air sign, you you will sit and, and you can think deeply into things and and try to really form things into a thought. Now, what both our moon signs are also fire moons. Mine being Aries and yours being Leo. Mine's a fire moon. It is a fire moon. Yes. I thought it was an air moon. Nope. Leo is. This is new information to me. We are both fire moons. Okay. I did not know that part. Yep. Okay. Um, which means neither of us can hide how we feel. If Check. you if you are upset, you can't hide that shit. Who, me? Yeah. I can hide it. No, you can't. I'm good at hiding it. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, same with me. No, I've never been able to. Same with me. I can't, I can't hide that shit. I can't lie either. Do you think that makes me a bad liar? Just um, the, the ultimate truth that, that resides inside of me? 
that I can't hide how I feel, therefore I can't lie? Maybe. I could lie, like, if you're, if, if, if you're like, oh, hey, you know, how you doing? I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. If you're not really looking into it, you might believe that. But, like, I can't bullface lie. Yeah. I've never been able no, to. No, okay, yeah. So, so when you have a fire sign for a moon, you wear your emotions on your sleeve. Mm. So you're kind of inside out, you know? And same with, same with, um, well, the, the water, the air, and the uh, earth signs... Those are very, like, more stabilized emotions where it's, like, you have some sort of, like, control, I guess. But, um, I I don't know. It's, but this is just how I perceive it. Okay. I may be wrong. But, yeah. So, we we wear our emotions in our sleeves. And with my fire moon, it's, um, it is the most energetic energy out of all the zodiacs it is just a ball of pure energy so my emotional outlet needs to be something where i am really really moving that's why going to the gym was a huge one for me a leo leo's fire resides in emotional expression of creativity Mm, so my bars exactly that is where your outlet is with creating music. Okay. Really just creating anything. Like if I'm that's where I'm in my zone. Yep. Like you you put me in a physical action. It's it's like I can get into it, but that's not like what gets me, gets me, gets me into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you put me into some like creative outlet, like and my brain can get to work in and I get to like making something, I'm good. Like I, I feel really centered and like aligned. So I get that. All right. Now, so moon rules your emotions. Okay. Now, Mercury rules your ways of communicating. Okay. So what are you and what am I? This is where, not like super compatible, Mm. but manageable. So I am a Capricorn, which is, that sign is the ruler of structure, um, uh, basically, like, what I think of Capricorn is just structure and order and stuff like that. So, breaking it down, like, just uh, piece by piece, like, in a structural, like, pattern. And that's why when we pod, it's like, I have to form things into formulas or, you know into some sort of, like, a structure. And then Gemini communication is... I don't know. It's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 pretty accurate. All over the place, but structurally all over the place. You're probably, like, more of a bullet point going down the list. Yes. I go all around here, but at the end it's, like, tied together. Yeah. There's a method to my chaos. And, um, Man, like... I'm so much louder than you. I'm gonna... Skirt. I'm so glad Molly is sitting nicely, finally. This is great. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and the thing about Gemini energy is that... It's not always constant. Like, it, it's up and down, and it changes a lot. 
Um, well, there are two of me in there. Right. That's what I'm talking about. It is true when we say, you know, the, the twins, right? There is two different things in there that are back and forth. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, split personality disorder, but it just means that it can jump from one perspective to the other very quickly. You know, for for a long time, <clears throat> when I first started using, I had, like, started, when I learned about Gemini being twins, I really felt like I, I had the two personalities, like, where when I was sober... I was these ways, I'd act I'd act this way, I'd like these types of people, I would do these types of things. Then when I'm high, I would almost be like the opposite. Where like I didn't like being social, I didn't like other things. Like, you know, I could like you sober and not like you high. Does this cat need to go? <laughs> I'm listening. Um, and then I would literally be like, oh, it's because I'm a Gemini and I'm just like, you know, split personality. And I, But I own that and then I kind of like made it fit if that makes sense you know what I mean like would just almost like adapt to these two personalities even like my mom would call me like Stefan when I was high you know I don't remember why but like so that was like my alter ego is like mm -hmm. Stefan like is these ways and likes these things and then like Steven's more approachable and blah 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 but yeah I feel like if anything I, I could see where there's multiple perspectives but i don't necessarily anymore feel like it's a split personality or two different opposing sides or anything like that yeah and it's it's not it's hard to explain like you know we all have we all definitely have a thing where we you know like i i have you know i can have two different perspectives of something you know, or act differently when I'm mad and differently when I'm happy. But the thing about Gemini energy is that it's like... Uh, you have two different energies that you're owning. Does that make sense? Okay. One doesn't negate the other, you know? But yes, like... When I feel that you're upset with me, and when you're not, it's two very, very different feelings. So, knowing that about me, I should get double the credit for working through things, because I'm That's fighting alone. two emotions. You know, so, so, never mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, you blame everything on my Leo moon. <laughs> Everything is blamed on the moon. Um, and then just quickly touch up on the Aquarius sun that I got. So the sun is always hard for me explain, to explain. It's like the base of you, of your energies. Um, but it's it, it, it doesn't play out in as many things as everything put together. But I like to think of it as like your ego responses okay if that makes sense like so aquarius is notorious notoriously known to be the most quirky of the signs like we are the weirdos of the signs and I ain't saying shit but but that comes with being the most different the most 
you know, and it's important because we feel, we feel like we are the, the aliens of this planet. We feel, we feel like we don't fit in with anybody. And so, but we just keep that and we try to own it that way. So we always have, but that's where the ego part comes in, where the ego tells you, well, you have to be the weirdest and you have to be the most different. And, um, I've tried, I've actually, ever since, um, doing some work on my ego, I've stopped doing it. I've stopped feeling like it's so important for me to be different because I am by nature just different. I am by nature just weird and I don't need to force it anymore. So, um... Well, yeah, I mean, it's not good to force anything. It's good to just be. Like, well, yeah. Back when I was trying to be one way or another, if I try to, if I try to be a nice person, I'm really not that nice. You know what I mean? Because I think there's just too much focus on if I'm nice or not. And then I, I just notice areas where I'm not nice, and then I try to be nice when I feel like I should be nice so I can be the nice guy. You yeah. know what I mean? And really just being, like, just instead of, like, I want to specifically be different. I want to specifically be cool. I want to specifically be a good writer. I specifically want to be nice. You just be, and then you just kind of accept where you are, and then if you want to, like, if you don't like that and you want to be different, you just focus on being different. You know, like, your perspective changes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like, being cool, you know, is one of the big ones where, like, I, I was never cool, ever. I know it's kind of hard to believe. But, like, I was never cool. Never, like, sociably cool. Never cool with girls. Nothing. Because I was trying to be cool. What would a cool person say? Or, let me make this joke so you laugh, and therefore my energy is, like, all fucked up. And, like, really, like, in sobriety this time, but also just getting to that point where I, I just don't give a shit anymore. I don't know if it's age I don't know if it's, like, books I've read, like, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck or um, some other things that kind of just got me out of my own head. But, like, I really don't give a shit, you know, if people like me or not. But I, but that doesn't make me rude. That doesn't make me, like, I don't care if you like me, so I'm going to act however. But, like, it really, like, I think just letting go of that energy, not wanting to be liked, not being cared if I be liked, therefore, like tiptoeing on things or trying to like make people like me and it's really mm -hmm. weird so yeah i mean and then when kind of like the same with your style like if you just do you you might be different you might not you don't have to be the most different but you're comfortable you know yeah so the thing about these signs as well is or the zodiac placements is these are just things the way we are by nature you know it has nothing to do with the defects. It has nothing to do with shortcomings. It has nothing to do with just issues, traumas that, that has made us this way, right? Like, it's all what... If we are just being our authentic selves, that's how we come out to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Um, well, yeah, because you said that before the first time when we started talking about this. Because I didn't like the idea of feeling like anything was set in stone. Right. Like... I don't like the idea that my moon placements from the day I was born turn into, like, how I'm going to navigate through life and that there's no other way around it. Kind of like the same where, 
you know, getting sober, it's like, well, this is just who I am. This is just the way I am. I'm the type of person who snaps on people. I'm the no. type of person who fucking is just fierily passionate and only thinks about themselves. Like, all that shit can be changed. But you're saying it's more like a default, just... Like, we broke it down once, I forget how, but it's almost like your sensory, you know what I mean? It's, it's the way you perceive things. Like... You know what I mean? The way you read them, not necessarily your response to them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the way you perceive them, but it, it it's also um it's also the energy that you come with in things. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like like I can't I can't say for others, but like for my emotional responses. The energy I come with when I'm feeling an emotional response, I feel just a ball of energy, just a fire, like spitfire. And then with my way of thinking and communicating and my Mercury with Capricorn, everything has to be laid out like a logical pro program, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's, it's so hard to explain, but it's just like... The, the bare, like, authentic things. It, it's when you take away... It's when you take away all the fears, all the, you know, like I said, defects, uh, psychological defenses. Like, when you take all that down, that's what your nature is. Now, yes, I make a lot of jokes. I mean, all of us in the astrology field i guess i don't know what the word is you're but, in the astrology field yeah we all like to make Did jokes you sign up from a magazine we all like to make jokes about how oh well that's something a capricorn would do and it's like yeah um that does have a little bit of a truth to it because those energies are prone to certain things mm -hmm. like somebody you know, who has Capricorn placements, they are prone to just make a lot of Excel spreadsheets about everything in their life. Because that creates order. Like you, know? you, like you do? Exactly. You you have lists, you have Excel spreadsheets, you have like this, this, that, because that, that's just that energy. You know, and then somebody who's a Gemini who is all over the place, it's like, you got a million different projects you start, but you never finish any of them because this sounds I good. I finished some next of them. Sounds good and then the I finished some of them. <laughs> that, but I'm just, I'm not saying you <coughs> specifically, I'm saying what they're prone. No, totally. Yeah, what they're no. prone to Without do. discipline or, or change behavior, that's that's my default. Is I got a million pans going at once and <laughs> probably burning half of them. Like. Yeah, and so... Also, another big thing that I want to point out is um, certain planets that are ruling certain aspects are also ruled by certain zodiacs. So, for example, the planet Mercury that rules communication, that planet is ruled by two of the zodiac signs, Gemini and Virgo. Those are the two biggest fucking talkers in the entire zodiac. So, yeah. yeah I can talk. Biggest fucking talkers. 
Should have met me when I was on Adderall. Makes <laughs> Would not shut the fuck up. And then Mars, the planet of Mars, it rules your drive. It rules, it rules what moves you in life. And that is ruled by Aries because Aries is a ball of movement and energy. So I hope that puts things a little more into perspective. I know it's really hard. Or, um, planet. And I want to get back to, because this is my Leo moon coming out. Okay, okay. That makes it about me. Yeah. I want to get back to how this applies to me and us and our issues. Our issues, okay. As much as I love hearing about the whole Zodiac breakdown, like, I, I think the important parts are the communication and kind of the compatibility, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we kind of, I don't even want to say struggle, but yeah, struggle and succeed the most with our efforts, so, right? So, like, we have these opposite signs. We have these ways that we are that are completely different and opposite from each other. If you've listened at all, you know we're fucking nothing alike. And then we also have different wants, needs, traumas, and experiences, right? And perspectives. So as much as our moon signs can guide us, because I I feel like, you know, to be honest, when you first start talking about moons and shit, I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, but like the more you kind of like break down the underlying parts... And the more I can see how they can relate with the the kind of reader parts, not the reactions, like, I think it's cool to know. And I think our intentional effort in responding to the different ways we are and the different conditionings we have and different wants and needs is important to see how we can, like, work through things even being so opposite, you know? Yeah, so... There's a small part that plays in our relationship of how, of how the Venuses are not very compatible. You mean the Veni? Ve- <laughs> Do you say penises or peni? I just say give me more. <laughs> uh, um. So the Veni. Skirt. Skirt. But. With us, it's all, the majority of the problems is all uh, traumas and just how we were conditioned growing up, the type of households. Like, my mom is telling me the shit that is pissing her off about what my grandma's doing, and it sounds exactly what is pissing you off about what I'm doing. Mm. And so, we pick up on our guardians or whoever's raising us behavior on how to act and we think that that's the norm so then we take it with each other through our lives you know she is a hundred percent like nobody in this house can feel any negative feelings it's selfish you all have to be on point but i am allowed to feel how i feel I'm allowed to be off. Mm-hmm. And that was subconsciously ingrained into me. This has nothing to do with my placements. And so, end up becoming that way. And, yeah, expectations, also another thing that you grow up with people having a lot of expectations of you then you have a lot of expectations of yourself and then you have a lot of expectations of other people and well i feel like it starts that way 
And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, to, uh, there's like a meme and, and there's a lot of evidence to, to fit this where, you know, you got the businessman and then you got the bum and, and they're both brothers. And then when you ask each of them why they got where they got, they both answered, my dad was an alcoholic. So mm-hmm. you got one who follows in the footsteps, repeats the behaviors they seen by their parents growing up. Then you've got the ones who do like the total opposite, you know, and, and I feel like either one you're not kind of set in stone with. And, you know, the the things that come from childhood, yes, they're there, you know what I mean? And they're ingrained and they're kind of just not even chosen by us. We just do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then... I don't know, for me, like, I hit that breaking point in, like, it wasn't just getting sober, it was a whole series of events leading up to it, just, like, things, I don't know, I've gone into before, but just all, all life just fucking totally kicking my ass, and then just checking me, and checking me, and checking me, and humbling me, and just basically reminding me I don't run shit, right, to where getting sober, it was like, all right, let's kind of start looking at things differently, and I, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of it comes with spiritual awakenings, too. Like, the spiritual awakening you get when you get sober. The spiritual awakenings you can have when reading, like, The Four Agreements or New Earth. Or anything that, like, opens a door and makes you see things differently that you can't unsee. Like, you can't go back. Yeah. So, maybe back then, all my old, you know, habits were to cling, control you know, fantasize, like, you know, be in a relationship and be like, well, this is the way I want it to be, or this is the way I see it in my head. You know, I want to make it that way, or I want to, like, shame them into being that way, or motivate them to change to be that way. And um, it just gets to a point where it's like, that doesn't work, because it didn't work for me enough to where it just kind of slammed me to where I'm I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not doing that anymore, because I know it doesn't work, right? So, like, yes, the childhood stuff, but then the breaking points, too, and and I just, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, like, the breaking points, you know, all these things that, um, you have been pointing out to me that I've been doing, I haven't hit that breaking point with them yet, because they're just now being revealed to me that they're an issue, because everybody else in my life kind of just tolerated it. Mm-hmm. And you're the first person who will not. And so... What the fuck? What, Dad? I hope it was recording. No, yeah. Sorry, I'm the first person that will not. Right. Tolerate your shit. <laughs> and so, subconsciously, you know, I haven't hit that rock bottom, that desperation of... I need to change this. Right. And maybe with each time, it is, you know, getting better and better. But um, the one thing I do have to say about the Venus placements, though, is with mine being Pisces, which is like the dreamy, softy, I do, if I'm being really honest here, Um, perceive relationships as some sort of a fairy tale Mm. where everything is amazing and beautiful and perfect and awesome and it's the safest place for me to go away from the cruel world and 
that is what, that's where probably that I'm prone to have very high expectations of relationships because I don't have them. I mean, I have them with other relationships in my life, but not nearly as much as the loving ones. And so with your Leo placement, it's the opposite and it's very, your way of loving is just loving people through yourself, if that makes sense. Explain. Like, if you, if you, um, I don't know how to explain it without making it sound like... Like I'm a narcissistic asshole? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... I, yeah, I I could see that, where... Like, okay, sorry, sorry, I just, I'm trying to... (laughs) explain it here okay it's um you're always saying i'm i'm done doing this it's not enough i'm done bending and breaking i'm done you know it's like i'm just gonna do my own thing i am this and it's all just it's all very self-centered if that makes like or I guess selfish sounding, you know what I mean? Okay. So that's where it's like, you're like, so as long as I'm good and everything, we can be good. Mine is, this all has to be good. Then I'm good. You know what I mean? Not really. I I, I know what you're saying. I just don't agree. Okay. I feel like... You know, yes, I, I feel like the only person I can control is me. Mm-hmm. I can't control you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can tell you what's bothering me. I can bring things up. You know, I can hope things will be changed. You know, at some point, I can bring things up to you that maybe help you. Like, hey, read this book. You know that last chapter? Why don't you read that one twice? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I can do stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I can't change you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why you're getting a version of me that is so directed back and focused on me. Maybe I always was like that. I mean, it's like one of them things. If I'm not happy in a situation, I, what are my options? I can try to change it. Or I could sit and pretend I'm okay with it. But you already told me I can't fake my feelings. You know? Or... Or what? I can be miserable in it and not say the things like, oh, I I need to, like, go to take care of myself or whatever. So, I mean, sometimes if I'm breaking it down, I don't see many options. But with you, I feel like, yes, you need everything to be okay, but I think the majority of that everything is your other person. Like, I feel like if everything else was falling apart, as long as you're, as long as I'd be cool with you, you know, you're that much more okay yes other things bother you like work or things not going your way or blah 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 and then but if if things are off with me whether me and myself if i'm just not in the right mood you want me to be in or you prefer or or you're kind of thinking is about you or if i'm really just legit mad at you like it rocks your world Uh, yeah it makes you know and i don't think that's part of the everything i think that's just part of the Kind of the codependency thing, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. ever want to call you codependent because it's just one of them words people react bad to. But uh, you, you're a self-proclaimed codependent. 
I am a self-proclaimed everything. <laughs> so, yes. Do I care about other people? Yes. Do I love them through myself? Uh, sure, I could probably see that. Like, where... I mean, I, I'm really the only thing I experience. You know what I mean? I experience you through me. So... You know, I don't think I'm self-centered or narcissistic in the way where I only want what I want and I'm going to aim for it and I don't care about what you want or how you feel. And I'm sure you can attest to that. You know what I mean? I'm not just like, fuck you and literally just going about my business. But, um, yeah, like I, I, I will say that, yes, when push comes to shove, you know, I do get to points where it's like, all right, like, I can't worry about all this. I can only worry about myself. You know what I mean? And I don't think that also is, I personally don't think it's uh, a good judgment on, like, how I am in, uh, like, hmm. I don't really know how to word this. But, like, a relationship that doesn't put me in so many, we've had a lot of issues lately you know what I mean where it's just like back to back to back to back when when there's a whole lot of back to back I get into a like a self-preserving mode I think and you know that when things are good and we have these little issues that I don't quite get into that mode mm -hmm. you know what I mean I can be upset but I could still tend to your needs I could still give you all the love support and affirmations and reassurances but when it's kind of back to back to back, that's when I, I failed to do that because I can't hide my feelings. And if I get to a point where too many of them happen and I'm like, man, do I need to like rethink what's going on here? Like, do both of us need to like really rethink some of these things and see, you know, maybe we're just whatever. That's when I probably seem a little more selfish because then, yeah, I am kind of like falling back to what can I work on? This is this is all I can do. I can only focus on me and yeah, I'm going to do what you do. And like your level of love is based on around like how how good the person can do to you or for you. Like how like the way like how many good things have happened and stuff like or how good things are. But mine is measured not it doesn't measure through that it's like measured through just me seeing you as just the things about you you know what I mean like I like well love a lot of things you can like some things that's all right I'm gonna take offense <laughs> um so I just focus on the things that I just like and love. Like, just the way you are. And, you know, like, the way when we go into Goodwill, the first thing you do is you look for a book to fucking give to somebody to spread the message. Or the way you just forget to pay a bill, but you remember to reach out to somebody. Or, you know, stuff like that. And it's all these combinations of things. I don't ever think about like oh well it's all these bad things but then some of these good things and good things and bad things like I don't think about that I just know you as a person and why I love you and I just want to make it work despite those things 
You don't think you should think about bad things, though? Um, I should. And I do. But it's not at the top of my list. Why not? So if I had bad, so if you had, if I had good traits, okay. If you, that you were, love, if you were a toxic asshole, why, why has it got to be an extreme? Because if you, if you were like, well, I'm trying to make the point where you know, I, I, I don't think it's wrong to factor things in. I, I don't think anybody. This is just my perspective. I don't think anybody should ever be in a relationship where they don't consider things. I, I don't think. Anyone is gets to this place where it's like, you know what? It's you and no matter what, like I'm taking it no matter what, whether that turns into like a thousand bad things or, or one absolutely like non-negotiable bad thing. I don't think anyone should ever just be like, you know what? Well, this is it. And, and if that's the case, then when do you determine that? After a month, after a year, after, you know what I mean? Like I, I just... I, I see, like, you know, standing by people when they're going through rough times. I, I see the whole, you know, but I, I don't agree with being with someone that if, you, if you're in a situation that, you know, you feel like you don't know if you can stay in. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're in a situation that's, like, if you were to, you know, relapse and then just not get help or if you were to you know cheat or if you were to you know start treating me bad or you know stuff like that then obviously I'm not gonna just stick with you despite if you're just aren't aren't good to me you know what I mean like I mean I only really bring things up that are to that point it's not like I'm nitpicky or or get to a point where I'm like Oh, it's this and that. I don't like your favorite color or the way you... I don't like your music or I don't like this or I don't like that. It's like, man, I, I don't like some of these big things. So to you, it feels like I'm treating you bad. Yeah. Do you want to go into all of it? Sure. You want to go? Yeah. I wish I had one of them uh, fight bells. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. No, so I mean, we've already talked about it like... A lot of it is the expectations. So, you know, it's not like, oh, the first couple times, like, oh, I really like these things about you. But then, you know, especially in the beginning, there were like super hardcore differences. I mean, like, to me, I was super distant and you were super clingy. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think we got to a point where we could work on those things. And I think we did pretty good. Like, I got to a point where, I, I mean, I used to legit need, like, multiple days downtime, you know, after work, blah, 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 whatever. You know, now I'm pretty cool with just having, like, a few hours on a Monday, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all right. I don't feel like I'm lacking. Um, and you've gotten a lot better with some of the clinginess, but I still feel like in moments you do have high expectations, you do have a need to control and you really struggle with allowing me to feel how I feel. You know, if I, like, come home and I'm in a bad mood, you're in a bad mood. And then I can't be in my bad mood because you're in your bad mood now. And then since I can be in a bad mood and just go do my own thing, because I was probably already in a bad mood, whether it was because of you or not, and I wanted to just do my own thing anyway, 
Now you're in a bad mood and you can't do your own thing. You need love. You need attention. You need taken care of. And, to, and you know, it seems like, well, now I have to drop what I'm doing to take care of myself since I was already in the bad mood to go take care of you being in a bad mood solely because I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. To me, if it happens here and there, that's one thing. But when it happens all the time, it seems and I'm not saying it happens all the time, like every day. But when it happens, like almost every time I get in those moods, um, <laughs> what? It's just when you you're just you breaking it down just sounds really funny when I'm hearing. Why? It. <laughs> no, you don't take me seriously. I do. No, I'm joking. So, all right. It's just funny to me that I act like that. Like I just think I'm funny. <laughs> funny, like. <laughs> God. <sighs> And you wonder why. I just think so, of this little, like, fucking toddler who's just so, like, way. So, so, when some with something like that, right? You know, I don't ever like that I get to the place where I feel like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this, right? Especially over something as simple as, damn, the girl just wants to fucking spend time with you. The girl just needs your love. The girl just needs this or that. The problem comes when it seems like to you in those moments, your top priority is yourself. And and I could be hurting. I could be lacking. I could be in need. But then you turn the tables. Now you're in need. Now you're lacking. Now you need something. And now everybody needs to drop everything and go to you. So I don't think you mean to do that. I know where it comes from. But it still has an effect where it's like, ah, uh, like... When when am I supposed to ever, you know, be allowed to be not okay? When am I ever allowed to just come home and have a bad day or a bad mood and you not be phased by it? And, th- and then now my one problem doesn't turn into two. Here, let me explain it. Right. How my thought process goes. If I see you come home... So first of all, I just want to mention I grew up in a household where I was responsible for everybody's feelings. And I remember... Uh, my grandma specifically told me I ruined her whole fucking day. And it's all my fault. So, Do I look like your grandma? Yes. Uh, when Hell you yeah. come home and you feel away, my first thought is, it's my fault. Um, second thought, you're, you're equivalent to me sitting in the corner crying is you going up isolating. That's your crying, right? It's just me. In a way. I don't cry. 